name is Beverly. Wow. The bunnies are in pens. Okay. Which, I guess that's okay. Old Beverly Bunnies. And that sounds like a porn star name. And they. <laughs> and Beverly said George is doing great. Good. So there you go. Go get him, George. He's no freestyle. No, right, exactly. Just, say, just depend, depends on that. where it was and by everybody well, you know. I mean, if, if I'm Rick going, if I'm I going see... to like the little white chapel in Vegas, like I'm not going to burden people to it's fly to a, Vegas. You can still to invite me. Wait a minute. Well, yeah, I'm going not, to Vegas. That's not burden. Is that burning? Bird, bird, bird. No. What? <laughs> oh my God. What the hell was that? We can't get any better than that, guys. Oh, dear you did, did you hear? Yes, the you're all Craig welcome said, to join me in Vegas for my you. wedding. As I've gotten older, I like a good piece of meat. By the way, I did make a a mini e break. It it doesn't count, but um, says who? We were talking about Tom Kim and the languages that he speaks. I got an email about this. It's uh, Tugalug. Tugalug. Tug. It's not, I, th- I think I said it's Tagalog. Yes. It's yeah. Tagalog. And I'm not sure you're getting it right now, but Tagalog. 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 Tagalog? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> please just let it go. Either way, your homework assignment still stands, <laughs> sir. Hello, Friday. Yeah. <laughs> no, it doesn't count. Um, say at, at a boy to that. Who in the blue hell is Racy McMath? I'm a gas guy. I frost bit my ass. It tends to look better on a black guy. Go gas! Shaking babies. Abu Dabu. Well, howdy ho and good morning. It is roughly 8 o'clock on Sports Radio 96.7 and 1310, the ticket for the last 30 years, if it's on this day, which happens to be Saturday, February 3rd, around this time, you have the tee box. Three decades of this. Craig, you've been on for 20 of it. No, it's been more, actually. I was wrong. What? I went to, I got a notice from Facebook. Ah, thank you. Whatever you did, now I can hear myself. Um, I started in 2002. No, I can You got me way low. You got me way high. Yeah, what happened? Uh, I know. Accidentally switched, y'all. Uh-oh. Yeah. Yeah, keep going. Keep talking. We'll fight through it. That's loud. Uh, uh, anyway, um, 2002. So I've been on 24, 22 two years. Two years. 22 years. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That is pretty amazing. Yeah. Anywho. So it's amazing that you had so many co-hosts mm-hmm. the first eight years. You know why? Me for 22. Well, I'll tell you the reason. So I had Hank Haney, Sandra Haney, uh, Mike, Mike Abbott. Abbott I saw Sel- him at the PGA show, by yeah, the way. Art Salinger, Corby. Me. Hello. And then you. Oh, Hank Haney. And ha- I said him at the okay. beginning. Yeah. Well, most of those guys made all their money on the weekend. I can't hear myself, Kern. Um. So, over time, I either had to do walkie-talkie radio, or yeah. they were on remote somewhere. And so, when Corby said, you know, I'm already working five days a week now on the hard line, um, I need a break. And I so, it just that's, made sense. That's me. 
That was. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's oh, me. Yeah. Are you okay? <laughs> Kern? Ah, you're going to kill me. <laughs> anyway. Uh, oh, now I'm loud. Okay. So, anyway, we'll, let's do it during the break. Um, yeah. Hey. So, uh, um, by the way, this uh, this segment, <laughs> this opening is proudly sponsored by your BGA Tour Superstores for <laughs> locations in the Metroplex. And if you uh, buy at least $250 worth of merch, you will. Uh, say $50 if you mentioned the T-Box. Good for you. And by the way, I was at the PGA show. I'll talk about it, but uh, there's new stuff out there. I know. You can buy it. Very good stuff. You can get 50 bucks off. And if they, if it's available, they'll have it. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Anything else? We I, ha- I got one thing. Oh, go ahead. First off, uh, let's, uh, I didn't know whether we could mention it, but since he made a post this morning on Facebook, um, no Eli this morning. Right. And, I had that down. Oh. Mention it, yeah. But go ahead. Well, I jumped in since you, you had did. ear issues today. <laughs> yeah. I had uh, Kern issues today, not ear issues. Well, don't throw Kern under the bus. He's been, no, you can throw me under the bus. When somebody's 99% for his entire career, you don't take that 1% and throw him under the bus. You just say, all right, we'll fix it at the break. <laughs> but, but, Connor, um, no, I do have Eli. something with you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I want to. <laughs> Oh, boy. <laughs> the memory of a goldfish, I swear. Yeah, so Eli had a uh, bit of a uh, procedure yesterday. He had hernia surgery. Okay, yeah. As you he... mentioned on the air uh, last week. Oh, okay, yeah. so he had hernia surgery, mm-hmm. and uh, he seems to be doing well. Very well. So um, The meds are still working. Yep. And um, so, yeah, so kudos to him for that. And uh, <laughs> Kudos to the doctor. Kudos to him for coming through it okay. Yeah. You know? I think that might be his first time ever put under for surgery. God, he was stressed last week. <laughs> I don't blame him. Oh, my God. He was so Eeyore all week. Hey, hey, Eli. Hey. <laughs> so What's I remember. Wrong? No, I got a lot on my mind. Back in <laughs> back in 1974, I had my uh, cartilage removed from my left knee. It was the day before Hank Aaron hit his 715th, okay? Two days prior to that, some other high school athlete went in for the same procedure and died on the table. Oh, no. So that was the first time I was ever put under. And I'm thinking, hmm. so I get it. If you haven't been done, you've never done it, you don't know what it's like. I remember in high school, <clears throat> I there was a kid who went to one of the private schools in my neighborhood. His dad died on the table from doing a hair transplant. Yikes. Yeah, so this was, you know, in the 80s. And but I they do like, scalp them and, and put in a whole new. I'll never forget. I had to go in for a procedure. It's like, no, if a guy can die for a hair transplant, yep. I ain't doing squat, man. And that's and, why uh, anesthesiologists make probably the most money, and they pay the highest in in uh, insurance. Payment. As they say, they're like pilots. It's takeoffs and landings. Takeoffs and landings. <laughs> right? Putting them on number and waking them up. Other yeah. than that, you just kind of you know read a book or whatever. By the way, uh, Connor, my dad. Now this may be a. This may be a ticket issue or, or an 87-year-old man issue. Says he can't get, he can't hear us. I don't know if this feed is okay or not. And Sometimes the app gets a little yeah, kinky. But I, he listens religiously. <laughs> Our ratings in Florida are going to go way down if he's not on. That so. is true. <laughs> By the way, I have a story for you at 910. Nice. I like stories. I failed Uh-oh. to one of my real goals I've been thinking about for months. Hmm. I failed. Well, I look forward to it. 910. Yes. 910 might be our most listened to segment. Yeah, snake talk at 910. Okay. 
Uh, we have current out here engineering. Everything sounds perfect now, my friend. Okay. That's what I get for You know what that's called right there, Kern? What? The backstroke. That is right the backstroke. It was a backstroke. <laughs> but yeah. Um, good to see you as always. Good to see you as well. And back at the station, one Connor Caldwell. Good morning, T-Box. Good morning. It's been, what, a month maybe? I know. It's been oh. too long. It's been a while. Happy to be back. As soon as every time I tell Kurt, Kat, J- uh, Catlin, oh, hey, man, this guy's really good, mm-hmm. we never see him again. <laughs> yeah, they and bounce I send up. send a note, hey, Connor's doing a really nice job. Yeah, I like him, too. All of a sudden, we don't see him again. Yeah, they bounce up. Yeah. Yeah, we're just a, we're just a uh, launching pad. That's all we are for people's careers. <laughs> and another that we haven't uh, heard his voice in a while, one Dylan Reed doing tickers twice an hour. Good morning, guys. How's it going over there? We is fine. Fantastic. What you been up to? Oh, not a lot. Just doing other ticker shifts and filling in here and there and reporting here and there. and Reporting? Waking up at 2 a.m. to fill in for some musers producing, and you know how it is. Sports! <laughs> yeah, yeah they sportsing just, uh, hard. Yeah, they, I think they uh, they made a decision on the new musers uh, producer. I guess I, you'll know that tomorrow, uh, Monday. And, and that's a tease for Monday morning with the Musers, starting at 5.30 <laughs> on the ticket. People, people will want to know. It was highly uh, highly sought after, even though you have to wake up at dark 30. I didn't apply, did you? I did not. How about you, Kern? Nope. I've already okay. done it. I did it with Skip, and it, it takes years off your life. I'm just telling you right mm-hmm. now. Especially with All right, Skip. let's get this show on the road. A lot of stuff to get to. We have some amazing scores. We have guys doing complete about faces on... On an opinion they were pretty strongly opposed to. We have Craig's uh, snake bit at 9.10. And then um, at 9.30, you also went to the PGA show. Yeah, talk about that. So we'll talk about that as well. So let's get this thing all up and And, running. And coming up next, a notable death. Yeah, yeah, RIP. We'll talk about him. I I already miss him next on the ticket. Music, I love that about him. 8.16-ish on the little ticket. You got the tee box. Craig and Rick. Eli is off today, mending from uh, surgery. He's doing well. Yep. Be back soon. Anybody going to Tool tonight? No. No Tool. Not my not my thing either. No Tool. I bet it's an, it's it's kind of Eli's years. Maybe. It? I don't know. He ain't going, but... I'm finding out my uh, taste in music is, is definitely classic Right here, stuff. baby. Yep. Led Zeppelin. Uh, Invited Clubs brings you this segment. They have a multitude of country clubs in the Metroplex, all different price ranges, Canyon all different Creek locations. Canyon Creek is open and beautiful. Yeah. I need to get out there since they do. I'm working with two invalids. <laughs> I need to get out there because we have our best of uh, private clubs issue coming out in March. Yep. So hopefully the weather stays okay. Uh, Aether will do some leaderboards. And one guy who... Had quite a round, but was completely clueless through the whole thing. Talk about that at 8.30 as if they're out at Pebble Beach. But first, uh, before we get to um, welcoming Craig back, uh, RIP 1, Apollo Creed. Or Chubbs. Or Chubbs. If it's a golf yeah, if it's show. If a golf show, it'd be Chubbs. I actually forgot his name on on. Went brain dead for a second. Carl Weathers? No, I got Carl Weathers. I just forgot his name on Happy Gilmore. Ah. So he was only 76. Only, yeah. Well, now. At our age. Yeah, he's only nine years older than me. Kurt's probably thinking, that's old. 
and no. you and I are looking at it as my 87-year-old dad is now on and listening to us. Yep, I am. You know, that's, that's, a, that's a puppy. Well, we're getting to that age. We're either getting texts or emails from people whose parents are passing away or they are, yeah. you know, somebody else. So I'm just, I'm not, I'm, I dread them, but I get them. I mean, yeah. it's it's just the way it is. But he was 76. He started, uh, he played defensive back, I think, for San Diego State. Then he got drafted by the Raiders, mm-hmm. or might have been a Raiders. free agent. And he played for the Raiders. Yeah, he only played eight games. John Madden cut him because he said he was too sensitive, too nice. And Carl Weather said, well, that's and, – and he morphed that talent into uh, acting. And I remember him – I think the first time I ever saw him was in Predator Ooh. with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. He didn't last very long in that one. No. But, uh, yeah, great career. Great career. Guy was awesome. I loved him in Happy Gilmore. He's, you know, you give that stuff up, you're going to play golf. Mm-hmm. Golf's full of goofy pants. Yeah. So, R.I.P. Carl. I loved, I loved him in that. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And the, the fake arm. I mean, how you think about it, whenever they're doing scenes like that, and all of a sudden, you know, Happy Gilmore's got to hit hit a, a shot with his hockey stick right. and, the, and the hand flies out. <laughs> how many times do you not crack up? That's one of the ones I takes. stop down on. If I'm flipping and I see Happy Gilmore, I know every scene. Yep. I know what's going to happen. And so many iconic moments. But, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Good time for him, but not now. Um, he's moved on to the uh, the real life upstairs. Like they showed Happy Gilmore above the house. You know, the- it's funny. Um, if you're a Twitter person like I am, mm-hmm. um, Shooter McGavin has made a living off of his Twitter f- handle. Yeah, he's good. Feed, and mm-hmm. he's good. He's funny. He's. I don't think it's him, though. I don't think it's the actor. You don't? I don't think so. I wonder. So if, if it's not the actor. Mm-hmm. And it's not the uh, whatever uh, Adam Sandler's mm-hmm. Happy Madison who does that's his uh, company. Yeah, 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 yeah. Who is he not paying some sort of royalty to somebody? I don't he's know. If always he putting to... sh- uh, that guy's. I can't think of that guy's name. Who's uh, the actor for Shooter? But um, isn't he? Who's paying whom for that? Well, I think it depends. So it used to be if you had a blue check. You were verified, mm-hmm. and you couldn't be anybody else except who you said you were. Now you can buy your blue check, and I don't think it matters anymore. So, but yeah, he's good. He's good. By the way, you can uh, tweet us at Arnett Rick or at Avid Golfer ninety eight. But I'm saying if <clears throat> he's he's got Shooter McGavin's face on his bio, yep. I just assumed it had to be the actor because, or else he's paying that guy a royalty. For using his likeness, I, I don't. There's think no so. way he's not. There's no way he's getting away without. I mean, I guess we could call Newman and ask him, but I don't know if that's Newman's expertise, our attorney. Um, I don't know either. Uh, one thing, by the way, welcome back. We'll talk about all your travel travails. Yeah. At nine ten, um, we had done this on our run sheet, and one of the questions you asked yeah. was, "Does the AT and T?" Mm-hmm. officially start the golf season. So this is why I say this. There's no football this week. Right. And next week, the waste, uh, waste management. management ends right before the Super Bowl. Always. And it's kind of like, isn't this the week? Usually we're watching celebrities on TV. Mm-hmm. This is kind of the week where you and I watch golf every week because it's what we do for a living. Yes. But isn't this the week where 
what's on TV this weekend? AT&T. Mm-hmm. Let's watch Bill Murray. Let's watch, you know, whatever. Isn't this the week where it really starts? I'm going to say it starts at the Farmers. The week before Tory. I think. Just because I grew up there and it's by the ocean. But I think if you look at the general golfing public, this is the week everybody starts because it's... Maybe. There's no football. Because before they no became football. an elevated event, their ratings were in the toilet. Doesn't matter. It's still, you still got to see Bill Murray. You still got to see, you know... Okay, so I'm really... I'm completely on board with the new format. They only have amateurs for the first two days. Yeah, and they're the amateurs I saw yesterday, I didn't know any of them. I saw, um, I saw um, Tom Brady... So Josh Allen, Harris Barton used to be a, a lineman for the 49ers. But, yeah, there wasn't – I didn't see a, a couple, Justin Timberlake. A lot of CEOs. A lot companies. of CEOs. Yeah. <laughs> and so, there's only 80 players. There's only 80 pros. Right. So they cut the field in half. You know, is that not hypocritical? Yes. Yeah, the I, elevated I, event should, be, should have a cut. I, I mean – That's one of the things I don't like about yeah. it. Yeah. You know, that's the closest thing it comes to live. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And then hypocritical, you guys were all you know, critical about the way the live was. This is kind of live light. Very much. And so, so and it, here's the other thing, too. So I find Friday afternoon watching on a PGA event uh, almost as exciting as Sunday, the back nine, because I want to see who miss, misses or makes the cut. And Rory was getting close. He was tied for 68th, missed a couple of putts, then he was 64th. And then I remember, wait a minute, there's no cut. Who cares? You know, he'll probably backdoor another top ten, yeah. for all I know. Hey, by the way, I'm looking at Shooter McGavin's Twitter feed. Yeah. So it's at Shooter McGavin, uh-huh. MCG. Mm-hmm. Former number one golfer in the world and all-around bad guy. Contact Shooter at itshooterstour at gmail.com. He's got 563,000 followers. Right. Does he, does he have a blue check? He's got a blue check. He's followed by Harris English, right. Dave Answer, a bunch of others. And his pinned tweet, tweet uh-huh. is never forget when Tiger Woods met the goat. And it's the Shooter McGavin actor uh-huh. with Tiger. Funny. There's no way he's not. How's he not getting credit? It's got to be that guy. And then he's got scenes from Happy Gilmore in the next mm-hmm. tweets. And I, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know what the legal. Uh, with social media, who knows? I mean, you can have. You can have parody accounts. All you do is just change one letter, and it messes everybody up because they think it's real news. And it yeah. like PGA Tour has one. It's PGA T right. U O R, and, that, and they that's a parody account, but they say it's a parody account. Right, but yet, but if you're a typical twit twit tweet, tweet. Uh, reader, yeah, you're only looking at headlines. Hey, and so when it com- so when it comes out with something that's outlandish, you go whoa. And then you start try and find it on legitimate website, right. but uh, yeah, we have attention spans of that. So anyway, I, I if you want a good follow, I mean, he doesn't he doesn't tweet a lot, but mm-hmm. when he does, it's always usually kind of makes me smile. So yeah, Twitter's still my. You know, there's two different aspects of Twitter now. You have following, and then you have for you, and for you, I never get on anymore because it's just chock full of ads. Yeah. Hey, funny, he, yesterday um, they have the Live Golf Goes. John Rahm gets the 2024 Live Golf season underway and they have a video of him uh-huh. and, and Shooter goes, damn you, Live, this is golf, not a rock concert. <laughs> Good line in that. It, it, did, it did make me pause when I saw John Rahm in short pants. Yeah. It looked a little funny. Yeah. Looked a little funny. And it, 
I I think they had a. I don't. It's Mexico. Mm-hmm. They had a crowd out there. Yeah, they did. It's it's a. You know, I like that course too, Mycoba. You don't remember that course. I do. There's remember, no way you remember that course. You were slicing balls into Peru. No, that wasn't. No, it was it was the next round. Oh, that I just remember the cenotes and and the water canals around the. Remember the giant monkey we saw on the 18th hole? I did. I wanted to go see it. Yes, and, you did. And uh, you said, "Don't." That guy will. The thing will rape you. <laughs> and I said, "You're probably right." But <laughs> I think I might have said, "Ripped your arms off." I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm not sure the rape was was brought up at that moment. Um, so anyway, so there's a lot to get to for this leaderboard, and we'll mention the uh, live tour event because it became official yesterday. They start a new year, and they were worried they weren't going to be able to complete the round. We'll tell you why um, next. That was brought to you by Arcus Golf. They not only have a plethora of public courses in the Metroplex, all so one is near you, I promise you. They also have two privates now, Lantana and General Creek. By the way, you know, we don't talk about, we, we, because it's a, it's it's a little bit of time away, but the Dallas Golf Expo, mm-hmm. talking to their uh, head marketing domo, Chris Crocker, mm-hmm. he's going to do something really special at the Golf Expo. Nice. So if you're an Arcus fan, or even if you're not, you'll become one after the Golf Expo. Beautiful. Go to Dallas Golf Expo for that. Or actually Arcus Golf, because it is Arcus Golf's mention. So. Yeah, but... But see them at the golf. Yes, Expo. absolutely. All right. All right. Up next, pretty darn good score, and I think it could have been better. Uh, talk about that right after we get to the greatness of PGA Tour Superstores, Craig. Four convenient locations in the Metroplex. Two in Plano, one in Southlake, one in Arlington. And it is a candy store for adults. I mean, you go there, they have everything. And you can you can literally, if you got, don't know what to do on a certain day, you might not be in the mood to buy anything. Just go there and kill a couple hours. It's easy. So, you know, I'm going through shoulder surgery or re- rehab right now. Right. And so I can't swing a full club, whatever. But I looked, I said, you know, that orange whip? Yeah. I need to get one of those orange whips. I can start like Don't a little do bit that yet. I'm telling you. And, well, you see the, the box is still in my office. Good. But I did pop over to PJ Tour Superstores mm-hmm. and uh, just popped in. I knew they'd have it. And just grabbed one and said, hey, I need one of these. And they said, here. I would recommend the uh, golf fittings because they have every club in the world there. And they're very thorough. And they will take the cost of that and apply it to your clubs if you buy clubs there. So and why wouldn't you? There's free. no way you go to a club fitting and you all of a sudden you start seeing how far you can hit the ball better yes. than your current club. Yeah. That you're not going to buy something. Heck yeah. So Meeting if you're going to go to a club fitting, be prepared to spend money. Just going to tell you that right now. But it's a worthwhile investment. It is. Yeah. 100%. Uh, they have um, pickleball. They have tennis there, too. They have all the accessories, range finders, the whole gamut of things for your golf game. And they have more shoe selections than I you, you'll find anywhere. Mm-hmm. Maybe even more than the internet, amazingly but. enough. So check it out. It's PGA Tour Superstores. Don't forget, if you spend at least 250 a couple of ex- uh, exceptions are in place, but you spend $250 and you check out and you mention the T-Box, say it with a smile because you're going to get $50 off. Why not be happy, right? Yep. PGA Tour Superstores. Mention the T-Box. You get 50 bucks off when you spend 250 As we like to say, if they don't got it, you don't need it. The Texas Junior Golf Tour. They have a tournament this uh, this weekend. Frisco Lakes. Frisco Lakes. 
and the City of Arlington Golf Course. I met with those fine boys yesterday, Mike and Bill and Chad and Greg. Good guys. They bring you this segment. 8.50, we'll talk about, give you some live updates, because one guy that was staunchly against it, staunchly, sounds like he's coming around. I have a hot sports opinion about that. I like hot sports opinions. We do have a leaderboard. It is the 18T Pebble Beach Pro-Am. They changed the format. There's only 80 players because it became an elevated event, which I get it because AT&T is a huge sponsor. Even though they backed out of the Nelson, they still they still carry some weight. And what they did, they made an elevated event, so it's 80 players. It's no cut. They only played Spyglass and Pebble, and then they only played Pebble the next these last two days. By the way, if you want to get a good insight on what it takes to run a golf a PGA Tour event, this month, uh, February issues comes out tomorrow or Monday. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, the Avid Golfer magazine is a interview of Michael Toth and um, John Drago, mm-hmm. uh, directors, the Colonial and the Nelson. Yep, and it does give you a good insight of what it takes. Like I always used to. We used to rag um, Drago every year about the sponsors' exemptions. Mm-hmm. Until I found out 10 years after I was giving him a hard time that there are certain restrictions on certain of the exemptions. Right. Like one has to be a past player, sure. one has to be an up and comer, one has to be a this, one has to be this. Past and there's champion, only like, whatever. There's only like two of them that are unrestricted mm-hmm. sponsors' exemptions. That's when you can give one or Tony Romo or somebody like that. Um, but this year, this one, you sent me an email of an article that people were pretty upset about who got the sponsor's exemptions. And Pierre Malnati, and he's on the policy board. I, I'm going to say this. So Malnati and Webb Simpson yes. and one other guy uh, got one because they were on the board. I can't remember who it was. Which uh, is kind of um, it's kind of nepotism there a little it's bit. It's okay. If you're doing the, all the work for everybody else on the mm-hmm. policy board, look – there's one guy on our in my golf group does all the work putting the teams together putting whatever he likes playing if there's seven guys he likes playing as a foursome you know what he gets that right he does all the work all year to put us together I don't see there's something wrong with it and I think these guys you, hey did you volunteer to be on the policy mm-hmm. board and do all that work no, well then that's why you're not in the AT&T yep. I think there's something okay with that okay I won't argue with you and you know what when you're scrounging around for, for exemptions at an elevated event, um, it's the tour's call. Yeah. Do whatever they want. They made the argument that Daniel Berger's back now. He'd be a much better yeah. uh, choice. Okay. He's past champion. Yeah. Play better mm-hmm. or get healthy. Well, guys are playing very well right now. Is Thomas Dietrich. He's a Belgian. And I always get him. I, I have to think for a second because I always think of him as Thomas Peters. Uh, and they're both from Belgium. Um, he's eleven under. He can't get t- can't get him can't get him and Peters uh, uh, confused this week because <laughs> then Thomas Peters shoot a giant. No, that's Peter Yolheim. Yeah, I get those two confused because they're from the same country. Anyway, eleven under par. Um, if you played, I believe Pebble first, then Spyglass, you did better for whatever reason yesterday. No, Spyglass and Pebble. Spyglass was the easier course yesterday. Was it? Yeah. By the way, Detri, I'm sure you guys talked about this last week, but I was watching it live. 18th hole. 
the 18th hole on Saturday of um, last week. The Farmers. Mm-hmm. That wasn't a bad shot. You talk about getting screwed. Well, you just got to know that those greens are going to – I mean, it ripped back that – And it just never stopped and no. never stopped. I And he, couldn't, he couldn't recover. No. Nope. <coughs> he was very um, – he did not have a good life. Emotional game. about it. And then the Sunday, he just couldn't recover. But he had that thing won. He may be the hottest player on tour he's right doing, now. He's doing very well. Yeah. Uh, Ludwig, however you want to pronounce his last name, Ober, Auberg, I don't know. All I know is he's really good. <laughs> and hits and, it really long And way. he's 11 under par. They were. I was listening to the uh, – watching the Golf Channel post game last night. And Paul McGinley, one of the, uh, one of the analysts mm-hmm. – said there's a guy, I didn't quite get the name, last name McDermott, he's some big wig that's played in every Pebble Beach Prime. Yep. He's played with every top player. Mm-hmm. And he said there's only two guys that are in Ludwig's um, ball striking bracket. Tiger. Tiger. And? Ernie Els. Rory. Rory. That's it. That's it. He goes, he is a, such a cut above, and he plays fast, and he plays. I'm just going to say the net, he didn't. he's never played with Scotty Scheffler then. I bet he has. Because ball striking right now, you talk about a guy who, boy, if you could just give him, if you made him, so there's 144 players on tour. Uh-huh. If you gave Scotty Scheffler, you made him this set right in the middle, the 72nd best putter. The median. Right in the middle. I, he wins everything. Yeah, because he comes in top three even when his putting sucks. And he's doing okay. He's, he's got plus strokes gained putting this week, which is... It's only because they're on Poana Greens. That's okay. Nobody can putt one. That's okay. Patrick Cantley, he's at 10 under par. Uh, Justin Thomas at 9 under. Justin Thomas has not won a tour event in 622 days. Since the PGA Championship, yep. right? And it's interesting because he's had bones on his bag the entire time. But last he won, year he did win with bones on at, at the PGA. PGA yeah. yeah, but since then, I think last year was a wake up call for him. His first time he didn't qualify for the FedEx Cup, right. and so he is top thirty in the world again, though. So he's going to mm-hmm. qualify for everything. By yeah. the way, the next two guys tied for six: Emiliano Grillo and uh, Matthew Pavone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Frenchman. Both of those guys are hot as pistols. Right, they really are. Both those guys are playing really, really well. Well, Pavone won last and. Year. The next guy, next two guys, Keegan Bradley, mm-hmm. he's playing really well. Bo Hostler, who hasn't been anywhere. There was a stat, I, I sent you this stat. He is the seventh guy who's made over $10 million without on tour without a win. Yeah. That's, 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 hey, it's good money if you can do it. Hey, you just got to make cuts. Would you have put, if, no. beforehand, would you have put Bo Hostler on that list? Not for $10 million. No. But it just shows you. Yeah. And they're getting even more money. We'll talk about that, A50, about the live, uh, that whole fiasco with the PGA merging. What does that mean? Colin Morcow, 7-under. Tom Hoagie, 7-under. Haven't seen his name up there in a while. Nice to see him playing better, yep. Peter Malnati. He's yeah. tied for 10, so giving he didn't, every, he's he didn't burn everybody, it. He's giving everybody the middle finger, saying, yep. look, I'm playing well enough. Yep. Ricky Fowler had it going on for a while, and then he kind of, kind of petered out at the end. He's at uh, tied for 18th. Looking at other guys. Um, Wyndham Clark, he's tied for 23rd. Adam nice Scott. just to see him not moving over. Yeah, I was kind of surprised by that. Yeah, Jason Day, who usually does well there, he's at four under par. And I'm looking... Okay, this is what I like to do, is when there's no cut, who's... 
Who's going to plod along for two more days knowing you got nothing? Nick Dunlap, who recently won mm-hmm. as an amateur. He's, uh, as they like to say, life it comes at you fast when you win a tour event. And I think he's just dealing with the hangover of that. He's tied for uh, last place at plus six. So I've been doing really well on DraftKings. Uh-huh. And I have a team this year, this week, that's doing really, really well. And I, I'm going to start posting these beforehand. I've, my dad's now playing DraftKings. All right. But I've got Scotty. Welcome, I've got Ivan. I've got Fitzpatrick. I've got Poston, who's been playing really, mm-hmm. really well. I've got Bo Hosler. I, I don't know how you didn't take him. Took uh, Siwoo Kim. Mm-hmm. Who's at seven under, and I've got Eric Cole. He's my he's my guy. I probably would have picked him first. I think he was my first guy last week. He hit a huge number for the first time. He's taken over like uh, Sung J M in terms of the guy who plays the most right sure. now. He's yeah. like, I know I'm on a roll. I'm gonna play it till it's over. And uh, he's my worst player right now. I got a lot of high hopes. I'm winning twenty five bucks right now. Nice. On a five dollar bet. I, Put I got the, high hopes on this one, baby. Put it in the kitty. Uh, passed over Rory McIlroy. He was at six under one point, about three quarters of the way through the first round. Finished yesterday plus one. He had he took an illegal drop on a hole that cost him two strokes. Um, but his strokes gained off the tee is negative point two. Approach to green negative one point nine, almost two strokes. Uh, putting minus two point five. He is tied for 69th in strokes gain total at minus 4.65. I still think he'll backdoor to a top 10. It's just what he does. He's just he's fighting it, man. It takes mm-hmm. it takes a little bit out of you. Yeah. And if you're not on your game, these guys will they'll boat race you. Let's go to the Live because it was their initial event. They played they're playing down at Mayakoba. Mm-hmm. And everybody was talking about John Rahm. And social media posted his Opening tee shot everywhere. Yep. Striped it down the middle. I think he buried the first hole. And he is currently uh, fourth. Tied for fourth at five under. Patrick Reed is second at seven under. Sergio, six under. But Joaquin Neiman. Okay. <clears throat> so he's having an amazing round. And it, I always thought that tour players knew exactly what was going on what they were shooting. Because, you know, when they recount, recap their, their scoring, mm-hmm. they know what club they hit on every shot, what, how the distance was. <clears throat> For some reason, he didn't realize that par was 71 at Mayakoba. And he was 12 under. So he thought he was golden. He was 12 under with two holes to play. And he cut it, could have theoretically shot a 57. Mm-hmm. And we talked about this in the past. How tough is it to shoot a 58? Will anybody shoot a 54? Mm-hmm. Nobody will shoot a 54, I promise you. They can't even do it in scrambles. But, yeah, the 57, but he didn't realize it. He didn't know to the so, end. So, interesting stat about that score. So, um, when you look, you, you know, second place was five shots back. Mm-hmm. Normally when somebody shoots 59, there's a couple 61s and mm-hmm. 62s and um, these five. And then, you know, Rom, who's tied for third or fourth, he's – Seven shots back. Um, right, yep. he shot five uh-huh. under, right? Five under. Uh-huh. So there's a, a data golf who does total strokes gained on every round. Mm-hmm. Neiman's score in professional golf would have been third all time in the best round of strokes gained. Okay. 
care to guess who first was? I know who first is. It's Jim Furyk. Jim Furyk in 2013, his 59. 59. At the, at the 2013 the BMW Championship was plus 12.09 raw strokes going total. So I, I'm just going to go down this a little bit. J.B. Holmes was second at the Cadillac. He shot a 62. He was uh, top. Then goes Neiman's. Uh-huh. Plus wait, 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 wait. Where's Tigers when he shot? He was the only one under par, 12 under, and everybody else was over par at the 2000 U.S. Open. Uh, oh. This is since 2004. Okay. So that's when they He really, would have been off the charts. Right, and so mm-hmm. was Davis Love at the yeah, players, at the players mm-hmm. when he – Scotty Scheffler was uh, third at the 2020 Northern Trust when he shot his 59. Mm-hmm. 2016 Players Championship, plus 10.59, shooting a 65. Okay. It's not other than Ken Duke. Wow. <laughs> I just Ken thought, Duke. Of all the names, I mean, when you go through, it's, it's Tim Furyk, Scotty Scheffler, Roy McIlroy at Quail Hollow, Tiger Woods, Bryson DeChambeau at the BMW. Fjork again, and then right in the middle is Ken Duke. That <laughs> just made me laugh. So. Yep. Tiger's on this list a lot, I'll bet by he the way. Is. Well, yeah. Um, he lapped the field no matter where he played. So and, and the tougher the course, the better he played. I don't follow yeah. data golf, but I'm going to now. That's kind of a cool stat. Yeah, it is a cool stat. So It's very cool. Um, a couple of other guys that recently came on board. Uh, one of the hotter players on tour, Adrian Moronk. He was, uh, he was a big guy on the DP World Tour. Um, he is plus four. Peter Uhlheim, plus eight. But I will tell you this, and I said this last week, John Rahm going over to the Live Tour doesn't even raise an eyebrow anymore. I've seen his, I've seen his shot. He's, he's, you know, he's seven off the lead. I don't care. It's just the format that just ruins it for me. All right. Coming up next, because that's a good tease. All right. I have a thought. Well, <laughs> I have a thought. Now that's a tease. No, somebody said something this week. I got a thought. All right, we'll talk about that and a little bit more live update because the PGA Tour has merged with not the Saudis yet. But we'll talk about that right after. We'll talk about the greatness of advancedplaster.com. So last night, it was storming. Yeah, it was. Absolutely storming out. But... Um, have those LED lights, and I can change them with my app. Mm-hmm. Pretty cool. I was doing a little little party show you out there. Done it with, you should have done it over music. You can change your music with your app too, right? I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> I know because, and I talked to JT. You can you can integrate music all into really? that. Really? Yes, you okay. can. Yes, you can. Well, so. maybe next time. But JT Pierce, who runs AdvancedPlaster.com, really for the as long as the ticket's been around, about mm-hmm. thirty years. Uh, we've given him a multitude of referrals, and what's even more gratifying is those people will respond to us and say, hey, thanks for the lead because he was awesome. He beautified my pool, um, put in all new stuff that just refreshed it so it didn't look like shag carpet. And, uh, and But also tell you what doesn't make sense to spend your money on, and which I really like. And the best part is when I had mine done, it was right during the COVID mess. And so the... Uh, Supply chain was a little iffy. He kept me up to date on everything. You know, the bottom line's this. And we've said this for a couple of years now. Kind of want to get your pool done. Yep. Do it now. <laughs> well, here's the thing. It's cold. You Pool's don't want cold. just anybody working on your pool. No. You need that's it's a it's the 
the outdoor living room of your house. It's a centerpiece. And you, it better be done right, or you're going to fight that for years and years and years. And that's why JT's got such a great reputation. He's been doing it for 30 years, and everybody's happy with him. He's branching out. He's now constructing new pools. And the beauty of that is he's been uh, renovating for years. He is taking care of everybody else's screw-ups. So he knows not what corners yep. make make no sense to do. And he also has financing. So you can spread it out, baby. Spread it, babe. spread it out for, you know, just like a mattress. There, there you go. So it's Advanced Plaster. AdvancedPlaster.com. <laughs> Renovation. New pools. He'll take care of it all for you. AdvancedPlaster.com. Morning, P1s, P2s, P3s. Whoever's listening right now, we take you all. And we appreciate it because the ratings are really good. I like it. We for like the it. T-Box. Yeah. Yes. Well, for all the tickets. Yes. The T-Box. Very especially. much so. So we appreciate that. We have one million listeners. I was trying to think. So over 30 years. In a three-year period. So over 30. <laughs> I was trying to think over 30 years how many total listeners. <clears throat> People still that. wonder when I. What, 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 I'm uh-huh. still on. Wait a minute. Is Corby still on? Yeah, I know. I still get that. I know. Been on 22 years. All right. This segment brought to you by Mercedes-Benz of Plano. I'm reviewing the Mercedes-Benz SL43 Roadster. You looked hot in that. I did look hot. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I was having fun. (laughs) Having fun. And also, their sister company, uh, Buick, uh, Ewing Buick GMC. So they're up in Plano. All right. 910. Craig tells us about his travails of travel and then at 9 30 he went to the pga show so give us a summary of what that was all about but first uh news this week that the uh, pga tour finally got some money not from the PIF, from the ssg it's a conglomerate of billionaires that own a bunch of other sports franchises and they want in they want in and what i find is going to be very interesting is the players immediately got equity in that fund. Billion yeah. and a half. Yeah, which players? Well, they say 200 players, but it's going to be on a hierarchy basis, just like it is now. Mm-hmm. The Stars will get a whole bunch. But if – and so they finally placed a value, valuation, I think. I don't, so think I don't know how it happened to work with property. And, with taxes and here's the thing. Is, is is it star quality or is it performance quality? I don't know. Yeah. And what does that mean for the PIF? What's they're going to be their bid? Because they're still in play, and they still run the live tour. Right. And I think they're going to try and buy equity in the in the SSG side of things. There's no way they will. Uh, I them. think with money, I think you can ask for anything. But right now, uh, if they do the same amount, he, uh, Yasser would only get one board seat, mm-hmm. so he could be outvoted, and that doesn't seem right either if he's no. putting all that money out. So we'll see. I, I've been listening to a lot of uh, who I consider pretty good uh, mm-hmm. golf knowledge hosts, and they don't think this thing's all going to get done till 2026. <laughs> and then they're going to roll the ball back. Then they're going to do all this other That'd stuff. That'd be 2028. Yep. Yeah. So I don't know. But anyway, one of the staunch opposers, and I don't know if if Jay Monahan asked him to be the whipping boy so he didn't have to do it, 
But Rory McIlroy had probably been the most vocal mm-hmm. on not wanting. Like, if these guys want to move over, fine. You're just not going to be accepted back. Mm-hmm. In fact, he said, I've gone through the last two years with this altruistic approach. Well, I've looked at the world the way I wanted to see it. Ultimately, you can say that you want and do what you want, but at the end of the day, you're not going to be able to change people's minds. You're never going to make them decide based on what you say. I wouldn't say I've lost the fight against Liv, but I've accepted the fact that this is part of our sport now. He just hopes that whatever happens doesn't fracture the sport. Let's let's keep our eyes on the on the big picture here and what's going to be best for everybody and whether they're going to merge and and do uh, live team events later in the year, maybe after the PGA Championship. Um, who knows? Nobody knows anything. I know one thing. He just backtracked pretty hard, didn't he? Mm-hmm. Ryder Cup. No. No. Okay. When Liv says, you know what, Rom got five hundred million, Rory, here's a billion dollar check. Now he can take it. <clears throat> okay, and I'm going to say this. <clears throat> there's no way. I mean, if there's, isn't that where that goes? Isn't that? I mean, I I don't know at what level. Like I I I spoke to. Why do you need to give him that much? Where's he going? He's going to stay on the PGA Tour. Yeah, but, but I'm he... saying this gave him this gives him the ability to backtrack at this point, doesn't it? This gives him the ability. Hey, look, Liv just gave me a you know six hundred million. Are they going to give me something? Yeah. But the guys, it's like some players, are, there's a, there's a some friction because some of the diehard PGA Tour players don't want the Liv players back unless they pay some kind of penalty or there's some kind of suspension. Or qualify on their own. Yeah, or qualify on their own. Mm-hmm. Um, but you got to give them credit. They took a chance, took the money, not most knowing of, what the repercussions Most of them had be. four-year contracts, though, right? I, that's so a good question. So we still got two more years after this year before and, they even can come back. Although that Bern Weisberger, how did he get back? I don't. There's so many holes in all yeah. this stuff, but but the bottom line is um, they can. The only tournaments that are really going to matter are the ones that the PGA Tour has nothing to do with, the four majors and the Ryder Cup. Yeah. By the way, did you happen to look at the DP World Tour this week? Yeah. It's all guys who lost their tour cards. Yeah. Dylan Fratelli's leading. Mm-hmm. Uh, Adam Svensson was up there. Yep. I mean, it was. It's kind of like become a you know corn fairy. Maybe Plus. a step up, yeah. Maybe if if Corn Ferry is three A, this would be like four A, yeah, something like that. But Miners. it's really changed things. And I wonder, it's not a Ryder Cup year, so nobody cares. Next year, when it's Ryder Cup year, yeah, you'll have a couple better players up there. Um, I thought Colin Morikawa had had a, did a really good interview. He was saying that you know what, it's time for us to quit complaining. We're millionaires making more millions. Nobody cares. Yeah, I don't. Um, and he also said, when I watch golf on TV, it sucks. There's way more commercials than shots. Um, one of the reasons the other sports do better is because, like, for soccer, if you watch a World Cup soccer match, there are no commercials for two hours. Hockey has some very limited stops. Mm-hmm. Uh, baseball has sped up things. Um, they have to figure out, because they're going to have to start wooing these sponsors, these sponsors are going to be asked to fork over $20 million more, more, for an elevated than, event. Yeah. And you got the Farmers is left, Honda is left, um, Wells Fargo is left. And so when you have to justify this to your board of directors, 
I mean, you can't just say, well, we, we get to grease all of our best clients. You're not making $20 million back on that. Mm-hmm. So they're going to have to figure out a way to maximize the sponsor's exposure, but somehow improve the telecast. Because the, the play-in picture, play-through, it sucks because you can't see anything. Yeah, I, I mean, I still get it because I'm still seeing action and stuff. But mm-hmm. here's the thing that I, I, I wonder I want to know. And this week is a really good snapshot. Mm-hmm. You have an elevated event, so you have all your, you have everybody playing. The stars are playing no matter what. And no cut. on Monday, when the ratings come out, mm-hmm. where's the PGA Tour? Where's Liv? Well, I th- I'm going to argue that this will be the best ratings that the AT and T has had in ten years, probably. And so you have that, and so they'll be able to pound their chest on that, but. How much better are the ratings this week, this year, now that Rom's over, Hatton's over? I'm going to say, does, I've, okay, so when John Rom teed off, it was on YouTube. They broadcast over YouTube. CW hadn't had it yet. 6,500 viewers. That's horrible. Yeah. I mean, even the PGA Tour, they'll get, you know, three, 400,000 on a bad week. Yeah, sixty five hundred. Yeah. That's nobody. No, that and that's what John Rahm. But I think it backs up my point that I don't care what name you put over there. I don't care if it's Rory. I don't care if it's Jordan. I don't care because if you're not playing for something significant, and there is no intrigue on. Yeah, but Rick, I I I, I respectfully disagree with that. Those guys are still competing for a win on the Live Tour, just like the guys on the PGA. There's a no-cut event this week for the PGA Tour. I get it. What's the difference? I get it. What's the difference? I totally get it. I, I do. I, I don't like no-cuts. They still want to win. Hell, the when bottom I, line is when no I cut show up on suck. Saturday against my friends, I'm doing everything I can to win. I want to win. And so what is it that makes everybody think that these guys aren't going to care? May, yes, maybe they're not preparing like they used to. That could be. But I'm going to say that Joaquin Neiman probably prepared pretty darn good to be able to shoot a, a 59 yesterday. I'm not arguing with that. I think every player, if you're going to if you're going to participate, yeah, you want to win. The bottom line is, do the viewers care? And I'm going to say no. I, I, yes, that's and that's, that's all it is. Yes. It's, it's eyeballs. How are you going to market it? How are you going to make some of your money back? I still think you, you get Anthony Kim that may. It, it's not. He's gonna, the only one that moves the needle. It's not going to move the needle for the masses because they don't know who he is. Do you think my son knows who Anthony Kim is? I'm yeah, it's been, he's been out for twelve years. I'm yeah. going to say the first tournament, they will get really nice ratings. But if he's struggling, I mean, Will Zalatoris took a year off. Daniel Berger took two years off. You got to shake off that rust. He's yep. been off for twelve years, yep. and, and and half the world, half the golf world, has no idea who he is. Yeah, I would agree. So. You, you you and I are real intrigued. I heard Corby do a segment on him uh, this mm-hmm. past week. Yep. Yeah. So Corby remembers who he was, and what, right. You know what? Corby, well, he's over fifty. What what Corby forget? He didn't bring this up. Is you know, Anthony Kim lived in Dallas, mm-hmm. and Anthony Kim lived. One of the one of the crazy things about Anthony Kim was the way he lived his life. Yeah. He was, he was a baller. I think he was banned from almost every strip club in Dallas. How can you some be point. banned from a strip club? He was. <laughs> that takes some doing. He was because he could make it rain. Hey now. I mean, what do they care? He was. I know for a fact he was. He was banned. I watched him. Unless um, you're getting a little too friendly with the 
with the dancers. Who I mean, knows? What do they? But care? he was he was he was banned almost from almost all of them. If they knew who he was, and and he's moved from Dallas, he doesn't live in Dallas anymore. But yeah. um, Oklahoma, I think, right? Uh, he was in California for a while. I, who knows, right? We did Eli a, has a has a deep throat. We had a we had a. Uh, it was actually, uh, I hired a writer to kind of do a Where's Stalking. Waldo. Yeah, yeah, and we did a, a baby three years ago. Mm-hmm. We did a Where's Anthony Kim mm-hmm. story, and and this was a prominent writer, um, and uh, couldn't find him. So. But Here's he did get all the strip club stories. Yeah. <laughs> so the question is, it, 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 and we talked about this last week, but I want to get your thoughts. Um, he has a choice if he's definitely going to do it to go live or go PGA Tour. Oh, it's already. I think it's already decided he's going to live. Uh, he's got to cover the ten million dollars. Well, PGA but, Tour can't do. Yeah, that. they could. They could. They could uh, give him piff money. I don't think. Piff money. Yeah, all right, and how's that going to go to make an exception for a guy like that? They, there's no way. Because he would move the needle socially because people would want to see it. All I'm saying is the live tour would be a better stop for him because no cut, he can kind of get into He'll things. He'll play in every event, yeah. Yeah. So They'll cover the $10 million. So I was for them is nothing. So, again, I was listening when you're talking about guys that are just uber-talented, mm-hmm. right? Um, I think it was Colt Nost on his podcast, a couple other guys. They said those two. Were, uh, he and Tiger were the most talented ball, ball strikers I ever saw. Just mm-hmm. amazing, and he had he had great charisma. He wore outlandish outfits. Yeah, um, and he, he was fun. but and he was even he had. I would put him more in the Seve range than I would in the yeah, Tiger absolutely. range. I mean, yeah, absolutely. He he would you know he'd he'd hit himself out of a of a tunnel if he had. He struggled to. with his driver. Yeah, of all the things, he was all over the place, and he found a way to, you know. So here's the deal. So the highest ranking he ever had in the world was sixth. Um, He's 38. There's only three players currently on tour that are in the top 50. Over 38? Yeah. Brian Harmon, Keegan Bradley, Jason Day. Keegan Bradley's over 38? I think so, yeah. Good Lord. That's it. So it just shows you. And these young guys coming up that are just blistering the ball, Mm -hmm. I mean, if if he's a... I don't know how far he hits it anymore. Well, and I don't know how, I don't know how, how his back is today. I don't know anything. But at least it's been it's, his body's been preserved the last twelve years. Yeah, I mean he's and he's also has the one he needs the want to. The, he was not the biggest practice player ever. Mm-hmm. He just kind of went with his natural talent. These young kids coming up, they embrace practice. They work at it. So um, if he's going up past talent. It just depends on how much he wants it. Yeah, you know. So we'll see. But it's interesting stuff. So that's what's going on in the the live and the PGA Tour, I, and who knows? I'm getting tired head over it. I just, I do too. Just play. I do too. Um, I I'm not look. I don't take anything against anybody. Go play your live. Um, I watch who's winning. You know, I, I, but I haven't seen one minute of live broadcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like you said, I don't even know where to find it. Right. And I'm going to watch the AT&T this weekend. Yeah, me too. And I'm going to root for Scotty. Mostly because I used to live near there. Mm-hmm. And, man, that ocean just puts me in a good mood. Those ocean views are just – and when the dog's running on the beach, man, that's the best. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, up next, Craig has some tr- travel travails. Uh, that was brought to you by the brand-new uh, country club, 1876, up in Salina. You want to be a founding member? Almost every other place has a waiting list. You can go up there now. So go, go to 1876countryclub.com to get more information. I would 
suspect you might want to do this, especially if you live around there. All right, so before Craig's, uh, Craig's stories, let's talk about the greatness of pure swing golf. So pure swing, Anthony Broussard. Boy, you know, it's been uh, December 18th was my last round of golf, mm-hmm. and then I had surgery, and I'm not allowed, I can't, I went to the doctor two days ago, and he said, you're, stop, yep. relax, you're, going, you're doing too much. The minute he says start swinging a club, I'm taking myself right over to pure swing. There you go. And I'll say, I'm not going to start a bad habit at the beginning. <laughs> I'm going to get myself right where I was. Well, you might find out, too, with your uh, repaired shoulder that your swing might change a smidge. Because you might have been compensating for, for pain. There's no question. Yep. And so I'm going to make sure everything's right. I'm going to go see Anthony. I say, hook me up, baby. Put me up on that damn simulator. Let the track man do its thing and tell me what I'm doing. And, and let's fix it. He's really good. So are his uh, other staff members. They can take you if you're kind of older like me. You don't want a wholesale change. You just want to be able to tweak what you got. He can do that. And mm-hmm. he can do it in, in short order, too. If you go to him and say, I'm a beginner. Mm-hmm. I need to learn how to play golf. He'll do a great job. Yep. If you say, look, I'm a 14 handicap. I've been doing things this way. And my elbow can't really bend a certain way. Right. I need you to get me better without dramatically changing me, mm-hmm. he'll do that too. And, and if you want to be a better than a scratch golfer, he'll do that too. That's right. And uh, he's got skins. He's a former Texas State Open champ. 2015. So, so check it out. It's Pure Swing Golf. PureSwingGolf.com It's right near the Galleria on Alpha. Um, I'd like to say if you go there if you're serious about your game. Nine nineteen on the little ticket. You got... Rick Arnett, Craig Rosengarten, Kern out here engineering back at the station, Connor Caldwell, and doing tickers twice an hour, Dylan Reed. We'll be here till about 10. We'll mix with the Fun House in a little bit. This uh, segment brought to you by Alabama Golf, CrestCars.com, United Ag and Turf, and the Dallas Golf Expo. We will do a PGA show recap because Craig was out there last week. The weather, the weather's been interesting lately. Uh, let's see. Today, it's going to be a balmy 67. In fact, it's going to be sunny in the 60s, high 72 on Thursday, Craig. Nice. May, might rain on Friday, but starting to temper up. It might have been the, so far it's been the warmest winter I can remember. It's, we always <laughs> have, we always have a downturn in February, so don't trust it yet. All right. All right. So, without further ado, Craig went traveling. <coughs> yes. Yeah, so, music every, every year, my 25th show. year, I went to the PGA show. And I'll talk about what I saw on the PGA show. This segment's not about that. Uh-huh. What this segment is is what I did after the PGA show. Okay. So it's been tradition that for the last how many years that Friday of the show, I would hitch a ride with my buddy Jeff Levine from Marcus. Mm-hmm. He would go down to South Florida right. and visit his mom. <laughs> and I would go do whatever I am doing do down there, whether my parents are down there, my son's down there, whatever. Um, and my wife would meet me. Okay. But it would be easy because she'd go down, she'd meet me down in South Florida in a car, and then I didn't have to deal with it because Jeff would drive me down. Okay. Wednesday night, Jeff has a family issue and says, I can't come. Mm. So I'm on my own and I'm freaking out. It's like, how do you get to Orlando, from Orlando to South Florida? Some. You hitchhike? Well, guess what? They have a high-speed train. Hey, now. Just like oh. Texas is building. 
Okay. And Allegedly. the high-speed train doesn't make any stops, goes from Orlando to South Florida. About two and a half hours, two hours, 45 minutes. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, I'm going to figure this out. And um, and so I buy my ticket. Extra 25 bucks, I got myself a first-class ticket. Oh. Talk about big time, baby. I enjoyed it Where's when I went to Italy. Baldi? I enjoyed tra- 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 training. So I spent myself... 25 bucks. Now, you know me about traveling, right? I like to... It's where I'm going to be prepared. I don't want to be stressed out about missing anything. Yeah, it's the anti-tea box. And so, I get there. I get to the station about an hour early. And most people who take a train can get there five minutes on Yeah, early, that, and then that's one thing about trains. They're pretty much on time. So, I didn't realize that. But if you're a first-class ticket for that 25 bucks, they've got a special flagship room. Like the Amherst Clubs? Yes, with drinks and snacks. and hmm. Yeah, and what'd you have? So, was it worthy? It was words I couldn't. It was all Italian, and it was words I didn't know. Like a, Italian? Yeah, some Calabrese sandwich or something. Okay. I don't Calabrese know. sandwich? Something, yeah. Anyway. Just go with it, Kurt. <laughs> so, enjoy the train. It uh-huh. goes fast. There's no stops. It's very luxurious. I walked in, it out. It's quiet. And it's very quiet. Had Wi-Fi that was nicer than at my house, and so I'm, you know, doing whatever I want. Visit my folks. Mm-hmm. My wife meets me, but this trip's about seeing my dad, obviously, and my mom. Sure. But my son, who's been living in Key Largo for the last year, and I are wildlife nuts, as you know. Mm-hmm. I do. And for the last six months, I've been preparing to go down there and I've been studying this guy by the name of Fishing Garrett. He's an Everglades expert. Okay. And he catches pythons. Because really? pythons Why? are invasive in the Everglades. Like the lionfish were when the... The lionfish still are. And I know. My, my son, who's a professional diver down in the Keys, if you see one, you're supposed to report it. I thought you were supposed to just kill it. Well, he can't if he's... he's He's look. He's a dive. He's a dive master. He's watching uh, seven other people diving. He's got to prepare. So you know how that happened, don't you? Since I was in the aquarium business, when they had the big hurricanes down there, mm-hmm. and the and the houses got flooded, and it overturned the aquariums. A lot of people have lionfish because they're cool looking, and they got in the water, and they don't have they don't have a natural enemy. No. Down there. Same with pythons. Same thing happened. <clears throat> they were pets, and they got too big, and people got rid of them. Yeah. Like an alligator, and they the ma the the female lays over a hundred eggs at a time. So what do you what so, do you do if you catch a python? What do you do you put it in a zoo or just I think cut they, it up for? I think they littles. destroy them. Yeah, oh. um, but they're so invasive. They've they've they're killing everything in the yeah, Everglades, they're and they're huge. awful. Yeah. And um, there's a couple other invasives. You've got toke geckos. You got caimans. I've studied the hell out of this, and. For six months, I'm watching everything I can. I'm studying it. I'm how to catch them, how to do it, whatever, what to avoid, what not to do. And by golly, I'm going to catch me a python. I just want one. So I want to say I did it. So when you're planning this, how do you expect to catch one? Right with my hand. No way. So yes. it's not it's not a boa constrictor like python. Let's let it's like you know. Two feet in girth. Two feet. They're born two feet long. Where's the python? Okay, so you're going to the babies. You're not going after the I'll, big monsters. I'm not. I mean, look. That's I what gonna, I was asking. Am I going to find a 20-footer? No. That's what I was asking. But if I if seven or eight-footer, yeah, I'm going to go just grab it right by the neck and say, I got one, baby. And if the thing bites me, so what? It's not venomous. Okay. 
and I'm just going to do it. I'm going to do it. And my son and I are, we're studying these things, and I'm watching. It's like, you know, and look, we have history. Mm -hmm. We are, um, all right, I'm going to tell an embarrassing story. I might get arrested over this. So my son and I, if you remember my last house before we downsized. I did. I had I have a big giant aquarium in my office right. that can put critters in, but I also right. had a pond in my backyard. Remember that that I used to we we used to go catch critters and this go stick them in a bane of your existence. Yes, yeah. <laughs> so we would go to this place called Grapevine Springs, mm-hmm. up in Capel, and it was a creek, and we always said to ourselves, I "Wonder where this goes." One day we just need to strap on a backpack mm-hmm. and follow it to the Trinity. Okay. It might be miles, whatever. We'll just figure it out, but we're prepared. And I bought, for protection, I bought what was called a judge. Do you know what a judge is? It's a shut-off shotgun? It's a handgun that shoots shotgun shells. Interesting. That's, I'll be able to protect myself from anything. How many, does, how, many, hmm. how many shells does it hold? Four. Okay. <laughs> it's a big handgun. Four. <clears throat> and so I realized killing's not my thing. Right. Wildlife is because we're walking and we're walking and walking, and my son and I were in right in the middle of this creek, and there is a swarm of cottonmouths, babies. Oh no, a swarm. Okay, I've got this. Pull out the judge. (laughs) You know what a recoil is like on a shotgun? Yeah, I do. It's. 50 times worse when you, you have only... a handgun with a shotgun shell. You, you didn't use two hands? It lifted me off the ground. Mm. On your back? Right in right in the water. I'm soaked. I got It took us about 10 minutes to find the damn gun. It flew out of my hand so far in the, in the weeds. I was like, all right, I'm not a gun guy. I ain't shooting anything. By the way, <clears throat> you don't realize either, I'm in the middle of flipping Capel, mm-hmm. shooting a shotgun. Yeah. That's or a handgun with a shotgun shell. I woke up the world. Oklahoma had to hear this damn thing. And uh, I was like... Can I backtrack for a second? Why did you feel like you needed to shoot them? Because we had to keep going. Oh, you couldn't go around it? No. it was. We were stuck. You want to do like Indiana Jones and just run over the top of them? Yeah, that wasn't going to happen. We were already in about two feet of water. <laughs> okay. So, um, so, so snapshot back. We talk about that all the time. We talk about we got we to gotta do better. That was that was amateurish. We got to do better. So we're going to go to the Everglades, and we're going to catch a python. And we're ready to go. Didn't bring my gun with me, and we're Good just going to go do this the right way, right? And Why don't you have a stick with a little loop on the end so you just put it over the head, and then you can cinch it? And... Dude, I'm doing this the right way. <clears throat> I'm going to catch it. Right? And they're hard to find. They camouflage themselves very, very well. Okay. And so I, I have studied all of this. And it, I don't, I'm coming back with a story, damn it. Yep. No matter what, I'm coming back with a story. Mm-hmm. So we drive into the Everglades. We find our spot. We start walking. Now, this guy fishing Garrison is a, he's, he's nuts. He walks barefoot. So you didn't have but a guide? You just went on? No. Okay. No, we just right. went. Right. We're in the Everglades. <sighs> Sadly, <laughs> cold front went in the, the day before. It was only 66 degrees. Oops. Yeah, they were hibernating. And it has to be over 70 for any snakes to come out, let alone pythons, because they're not even native to the Same thing as the iguanas. So when they had the cold snap out there, they were falling from trees because they were in a catatonic state. Yes. Mm -hmm. So saw a ton of gators. (laughs) Even saw one American crocodile. Why don't you catch a gator? Yeah, I'm not at that level yet there, Rick, but... uh, um, Tarzan it. 
But I am... Uh, Wear your loincloth and... We sadly spent uh, an entire day in the middle of the Everglades. Never saw one snake of any kind because it was too cold. Um, and... Uh, but I'm going to tell you right now. Anybody want to come with me? Anybody want to prepare? If, even if Jeff Levine can't drive me down to Florida we're next year, I'm well, going right back, baby. Look I'm finding me. Look at the weather report. Well, that, that way I can pick a day, right? I mean, if he's still down the keys and whatever, we can. Mm-hmm. We only had one day to do this based on our, our schedule because I was with my parents and I was with mm-hmm. them. We'll have a, a range of days. Well, I'm glad you weren't going after adult pythons because you might have lost that battle. If I found one, I was going to get it. An adult? Why not? Uh, what hell's it going to do to me? Strangle you to death? No, they can't strangle Yeah, they kill. They're boa constrictors, man. They, they wrap around you, and you know how they kill you, don't you? Every time you exhale, they tighten. Yeah. So uh, you, it's just harder and harder to, to breathe. I'm going to say I, I, I have this down. Do you have all your insurance updated? Paid it all up the week before I left, baby. Thank God. All right. Magazine's in good hands. <laughs> that is brilliant. All right, very cool. Very cool. All right, it is uh, around 9.30 on the ticket. That was brought to you by AdvancedPlaster.com. And let's see. Who else we got going here? Let's talk, uh, you know, Texas Junior Golf Tour. Yeah, why uh, not? Let's uh, bring up what happened at the PGA show last week, because I was not there, but Craig was. But before we do that, let's talk about the the greatness for our upcoming uh, Dallas Golf Expo, Craig. Yeah, Rick. Um it's good. We've got so many people signed up. Mm-hmm. We've got St. Arnold Beer is going to be out there serving beer. Nice. Yeah, how about that? we got Arcus giving away rounds of golf to everybody. Mm-hmm. We have the first 500 people are going to get a really special gift each day. Yeah. Um, it's going to be really, really, really cool. And uh, we're almost sold out of booth space. <laughs> how about that? How cool is that? Good job to everybody. And everybody knows the power of the tee box, mm-hmm. and they know that people are going to come, and you should too. Be we're magazine. All the greatest equipment is going to be out there. You're going to be able to hit anything you want. Yep. Uh, Dallas Golf will be out there running the back line. Um, it's going to be a real fun time. It's March 22nd to March 24th. Uh, really, really fun time. Friday through Sunday. Why not? You, look, it's going Dallas to be... Dallas Market Hall. It's going, to be fi- it's going to be fine weather that week, probably. You can play golf on Saturday or Sunday or mm-hmm. Friday or whatever. But one day you're not. Right. You're not playing all three days. Come out and see us. You're going to have a great time. It's going to be a shindig of golf. Yeah, and it's back at Dallas Market Hall, free parking. That was an issue for the last couple of years. So hopefully we're doing everything right, and we hope to see you as well. It's the Dallas Golf Expo. Go to DallasGolfExpo.com for more information. There you go. Your plentiful Park Place dealers, Porsche, they have Lexus, they have Land Rover, Land Rover, Mercedes, Volvo, Volvo. they got stuff, and they're all around the Metroplex, so check them out, Park Place dealers. All right, 9.50, we will mix with the Funhouse, but before that, it's about 9.37, and Craig went to the PGA Merchandising Show. I used to go. And then I realized there wasn't a whole lot for me to do, uh, so uh, Craig would still go because he'd find stuff for our tournaments and, and stuff to put in the front uh, well, we shop. We junior tour. Junior tour stuff. But, um, yeah, so. Like, and you get to meet some people. You make some meetings up with people that you normally can't see, and it's probably worthwhile. My father's calling me. Well, He's I, listening right now, and he's calling He's me. three minutes behind. 
number two minutes behind. So, how about uh, give us a little synopsis? So, like you said, I mean, the, the point of going to see what's good, you know, I have a lot of reasons, right? See what's new and exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, see the trends. Right. Um, see what we can get for our next Dallas or AG Golf event. Mm-hmm. You know, like last year, we gave everybody these wedges. I found a company went out of business. I yeah. bought wedges. They were cool. Um, whatever the junior tour needs, mm-hmm. we buy a lot of stuff for the junior tour. We always need to talk, you know, re-up with Srixon again sure. this year. Nice. <laughs> um, and then we have the Dallas Golf Expo, right? So I'm looking for play people who have cool things to say, you should come to the Dallas Golf Expo because that would be cool to yeah. show the consumers. Absolutely. Probably cost less, too. Way less. <clears throat> and as you know, there are certain things about the about the Golf Expo, the Dallas PGA show that you look at and you just sometimes you shake your head. Callaway spends a fortune. And now when you look at the world of golf – they're starting to acquire each other. Right. So, you know, when you Everybody's see Titleist is all the way on the end to the left. And you look at it, and it's a huge show. Laura Webster, who runs most of our companies for mm-hmm. us, um, the non-sale side, he, she um, she came with me this year. To, and I told her first day, we're going to walk the entire show and hopefully we'll get finished. Yep. And we barely did. What did we figure? Is it like how many miles of aisles? I don't know, but I tr- and and I told her the next day we're walking through somewhere else, and I said, we didn't see that shit. I said, yeah, it's impossible to see everything, and I th- I did fifteen thousand steps just being in the show. Yep, uh, first day. It's like going to Nebraska Furniture Mart. It's huge and overwhelming unless you know what you're well, doing. About it's about twelve Nebraska right, Furniture Mart. Right, but still, but, yeah. yes. <laughs> so, um, Titleist, for example, like I say, people acquire him. They've got FootJoy. They've mm-hmm. got Titleist. They uh, they. Um, they acquired KJUS. I don't know how you spell it, how you pronounce it, KJUS or Jews, whatever. <laughs> Good little company. Right. We've been fans of them for a while, but now you look at uh, um, Peter Millar. They bought um, they bought G4. So mm-hmm. everybody's acquiring everybody. Callaway's got OGO. They've got uh, Travis Matthews. Everybody's consolidating. Yes. And so um, you know, Callaway's booth is massive. Mm-hmm. I mean, what their footprint is in this show might be the size of the entire Dallas Golf Expo. That's wow. how big it is. It's just <clears throat> massive. TaylorMade's not there. Um, Ping? I'm trying to think of major manufacturer. I don't think Ping was there. I, I don't remember seeing them, but those would be the only two. Okay. I'd seen Nike there on the apparel side. Did? Did not. Did not. No. Um, I don't think those are, those are the uh, ones that I didn't see. Okay. Um, everybody else you can imagine was there. Sure. Um and it was fun. A um, couple of the trends. Golf carts are a trend right now, Rick. Um, the sitting ones or the power ones that you walk that go next to you? Sitting ones. Okay. And I think what has happened, and I've noticed this, and, I, and I'll give you some proof. Not your thing. Mm-hmm. But not only are they used for golf, mm-hmm. but they're used for neighborhoods. Yeah, retirement communities. Sure. Not even retirement. They're, there's a big deal now of taking your kids to school in a golf cart okay and it's it's a thing now sure and so now if you've seen like i have got a golf cart at my place and you've got one seat facing forward and one seat facing back Uh now they're making them where they both rows face forward so you don't lose a kid see what you're doing yeah yeah good point (laughs) um but the golf cart footprint at the pga show is just it grows every single year what was the most expensive golf cart so I could show you some pictures, but there were some that were fifty. Yes. Wow. 
fifty for it. Yes, I know you can trick him up. There was one. I'll take show you this picture and I'll and I'll tweet it. Um, but uh, I'll find it in a second. It, it was a monster truck, and I I sent it to our buddy. Monster bro. truck golf cart. Here. So how do you get in it? I I don't know. Pole Current, vault. Need you in pole. on that? Have a. I'm in. Does it have 100%. a retracting ladder or something? Retractable ladder? It's, I just, it's ridiculous. I think that's probably more for show than it is for anything sure. else. But it's like a concept. But car. if they wanted to sell that to me for ten, ten bucks, I'd, I'd take it. So I'm I'm in more enamored with the, with the, uh, remote controlled, golf cart. They were there. I uh, like those. Now I saw one. I like walking. That was outside your price range. Okay. Because it all you had to do was push a button. Yeah. And it knew it was you. Okay. And it was you didn't need anything on your body. So it Bluetoothed you and followed you. Not Bluetooth you because you didn't have any device on okay. you. It just knew it was you. How? AI. How does it follow you? I, you know what? That world is past me. How? And I don't care. But it knew if you hit the button, it knew it was you. And it would follow you. And if somebody else walked by, it would stop. Okay. So the button, which you're holding on to, the remote. Didn't is, have one of those. It's on the cart itself? Yes. You That's pressed weird. it on the cart, and it would follow That's you. That's weird. I don't. Right? I'd have to be. They were $4,500. Okay. Um, but, um, and they, they were looking more on the commercial side because those little remotes that you had to hold on to mm-hmm. get lost. Don't yeah. get returned. It's like key fob. And so. These are easier for for if you're going to Pebble Beach and you don't want to right. ride, you could rent one of these. Mm-hmm. So, but the, those what they call uh, self propelled propelled whatever uh, <laughs> push carts. Uh-huh. Uh, they're not really self propelled. They're kind of unmanned, right? They're, they're you don't have to push as hard. Well, no, no, no. They follow you. Yeah, you don't push them at all. They actually follow you. Yes, you have a little device that they Bluetooth to, and wherever you walk, it follows you. Yeah. And so you never have to touch it. Yep. So it's not... They've come a long way. Before, they would tip over a lot. Now they can read the the terrain and the slope and all that. So So I'm, I'm in because I love walking. I... Do not like carrying a bag for eighteen holes. It just wears my shoulders. At our age, yeah, it's good. Yeah. It, it gets a little tough. So that that was all all big. The other items that were big, <laughs> I don't know, but the world thinks they can create a belt different than the rest of the world mm-hmm. and show it and sell it. I don't know how in the world belts became this popular, Rick. Are they all the same elastic ones? You either had well, no. You had really nice leather belts, and you had custom. Yeah, you had all sorts of leather belt people out there, mm-hmm. and then you had the the braided belts. Yeah, and why somebody thinks they can make a better braided belt than the guy over here, I don't know. Okay, and, so I can tell there's a difference. I've I've bought several of them online before um, a new company ours uh, started carrying it. There's a difference. It's either the length is not right. Um, it's too thin, it's too thick, it's just, you know, you find your sweet spot. So it happens. There's plenty of them out there. Okay. And then the other one, which I know you have a nice uh, um, affection for, is the sunglass. Uh Uh-huh. And that's becoming... So the sunglass took a little bit of a dip. Once you you left the PGA show and stopped coming, (laughs) they figured out Rick's not here, we don't have to do sunglasses anymore. Right. And it's, it's going through a resurgence right now. On the very low and the very high end. Mm-hmm. On the very low end, 
Um, if you guys are familiar with the Gooder sunglasses, yeah, we care. So uh, Sergio Garcia started wearing a pair. It's like twenty five bucks, right? And they're twenty five bucks retail. Uh-huh. They've got a little golf department. They were there this year, and everybody else is trying to compete with them, right? And then you have the thousand dollar sunglasses. Thousand. Go to You Swing Sunglasses. Out. <clears throat> I think they start at five ninety nine. So what's the bit there? Help your greens. Allegedly. I'm not a Alleg- believer. Allegedly. I'm not a believer. So I've asked, I've sent them a note saying, hey, I'm not sure I believe this. Can you send us a pair to try? Yeah. And they said, only if you promise to send them back. Like, they're worried that I'm going to keep them. And I was like, trust me. And I took a picture of our display of the gooders. The gooders. And I said, we carry sunglasses in our store. Mm-hmm. I don't need them. I just want to know if it works or not. So I'm a recent convert to um, prescription not sunglasses. Not very good looking. Yeah. No. No. See. How much they're, are those, that pair right there? 958 Yeah. Oh, they're yeah. cheap. They're yeah. under 1000 bucks. We should all get a pair. So anyway, um, so game changer for me was getting prescription sunglasses for golf. Really? Non-polarized. Good for you. Yeah. So I wonder how much that has grown since our baby boom demographic is aging. Because it made all the difference. Well, I didn't realize how difficult it was for me to see the ball. Really? Yeah. It I'll was it was awesome. So, last thing, hmm. and you'll appreciate this, and I didn't. Hmm? So, 2019. So that was you know two a year two years before before the pandemic. TaylorMade pulled out. TaylorMade Adidas had this giant booth, took up a third of the damn show, mm-hmm. right? I mean, you remember that all the way on the yeah, end. They did have a concert on Thursday nights. Yep. I think the last time they had George Thurgood and the Destroyer. So it was a big place. They spent a lot of money back in the day. And they pulled. So now the PGA Merchandise Show had this extra space. Mm-hmm. So in that space all the way on the end, they decided to sell and do, and exhibit pickleball interesting well do you see one at every country club and in 2019 you walked all the way to the end of the show Mm -hmm. and saw it and it was a ghost town right and these people were why are we here Mm -hmm. and i can't imagine what they what they how like as we're doing an expo right now right he's like all right you better do something really really good this year you better get a lot of people out there because you're not gonna be able to get them for next year unless you do right so i wondered how they got them back the next year but the next year they were back and still a ghost town. Hmm. Pandemic kids, I take a year off. Right. No, or the show takes a year <clears> off. <throat> then they come back, and I took that year off. So 2022, I go back. And they did something really smart. Okay. They put pickleball right in the middle of the show. Smart. Yeah. And they hired some professionals to play. Mm-hmm. Good. Smart. Was it packed? So I'll say this. I think pickleball is a ridiculous game because of the rules. It's just ridiculous. But other me. than the rules, it's fun. I can understand it's fun, but it's ridiculous. The kitchen and every other... It doesn't make any sense. Yes. I just it. ridiculous. But I will tell you that watching... When you're walking in Orlando in the giant PGA merchandise show, watching professionals play pickleball mm-hmm. is way more entertaining than watching some long drive guy hitting into a simulator. Agreed. So, it took some traction. Good. And these guys, I, I didn't ask any of them how they were doing, but they had they didn't have full smiles on their face, mm-hmm. but the frowns were gone, and maybe they had smirks. Nice. So, 
So who was who was uh, advertising? Was it the court makers or just the equipment makers? They had everything. Okay. They had court makers. They had equipment. They had – well, you can get a $500 paddle, pickleball paddle if you want. Of course. Saw those. Yeah. Get the hey, when I went ready. axe throwing a couple of weeks ago – by the way, mm-hmm. axe throwing kind of fun. Um, I was talking to the guy because I'm always curious about the high end of any any activity is. Could right. be skis. could be golf, guns. Right. So you can customize an axe. It might cost you two grand. Really? Yeah, because it depends on the on the handle wood and what kind of uh, if it's it, it's like a golf club. If is it a forged blade or is it something else made out of tungsten or you know gold? I don't know. But um, I like pickleball, and it, I think of all this the trends that have come out lately. I think that one has the longest legs. We'll see. I mean, most country club, I know. I know invited clubs has embraced it, and yeah. most of their places have pickleball courts now. Mm-hmm. Gyms have it, so uh, it's fun. It's better doubles. Than I singles, do know so that my brother in law, who is an orthopedic surgeon, yep, uh, and he's a foot and ankle specialist, mm-hmm. says since pickleball has happened, it is he gets at least one guy a week or person a week that tears his Achilles playing pickleball for their first time. Achilles. Every single week, he says he's get to at least one new customer. Hips, every week. knees, because people at that age and they maybe not be terribly active. You're moving quickly. You're, mm-hmm. you're sore as hell the next day. Yeah. So, anyway. by the way, uh, speaking of Achilles, uh, Bernard Longer ruptured his Achilles yesterday working out. Did he really? So he's going to be out for a while, and uh, this was going to be his last master, so he might be pushing that off a year. Anyway, one of my biggest fears, the Achilles. Yeah, not as bad as it used to be. It used to be career ending. Now it's you know you're out for about six seven months. And look at Aaron Rodgers. He was yeah. throwing footballs. All right, nine fifty two on the ticket. shoulder. Mm-hmm. That was brought to you by Golf Moose. You got Tangle. We got Tanger Ridge, Horseshoe Bay, Up Tapatio Springs. We have Lands and Hidden Creek Tempest Golf Course. Very cool. Crown Colony. Champion Circle and Sugar Tree up right now. So if you want to get a nice discount on those rounds of golf, and they include weekends, check it out at golfmoose.com. All right, up next, we mix with They Fun House. All right, fun times today. Another tea box in the books. I want to thank everybody for listening, tweeting, however you want to, whatever your motive participation is uh, i want to thank pga tour superstores our main sponsor don't forget four locations in the metroplex if when you go to the checkout register you spend at least 250 dollars mention the t-box you get 50 dollars off right then right there How about that uh want to thank uh connor caldwell back at the station doing great good to hear you again and dylan reed kern out here engineering and, uh, again, best wishes to Eli recovering from his surgery. It's, uh, I think, I heard it went really well. He died. So we're all, huh? What did I say? No. I didn't nothing. Say oh, okay. Okay, now we bring on the fun house. Travis, Sod, and EA. And last week, during our mix, <laughs> we were at Crest Cars. <clears throat> CrestCars.com. And about halfway through the mix... One of the car's car alarms went <laughs> off, Craig. Indeed. Oh, really? At least two minutes. Really? 
and we had to, we just had to bug out. It was it was getting ridiculous. Amazed that wasn't an e break. Oh, I know. It, it, it won make, the NIT. It did. It did win oh, it did? the NIT. Yeah. What's the NIT? That's the backup e break. It's like the NIT basketball tournament. Right. It's all oh, the really? uh, it's, it's all like the e breaks light. that don't make the e break. Do you have that? Oh, uh, let's see, Connor. We might have that. He, we're getting positive vibes from Connor. So yes, Cause, Connor cause always Craig hadn't heard it. No way that's a word. And when I'm watching a golf match on TV or something, Jim Nance likes to say that. Um, I'll be getting tweets. It just <laughs> there's some things that are so in, indelible in your mind, and uh, if you have it, great. If you don't, we'll have to figure it out for another time. We but might be was, having a hard time spelling precipice. <laughs> yeah, good point. <laughs> How many times do you think they're going to lock and unlock this car while we're on the Dude, air? Dude, who's trying to there? steal a car out there? As many Look, as they want. The anus is on you guys to take care of that guy and make sure yeah, it's in that left car. The show and they're going to set off a car alarm. <laughs> How are we That's doing right. in there, guys? No, no precipice, EA. We're, 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 I'm getting a so-so reaction from EA and J right now. Do y'all think it works? <laughs> the system says not responding. Who's doing oh, that? Great, wonderful. Someone <laughs> has to be messing with Is this with an EA like, drop God. or something? Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> All right, we'll go it ahead just and, got uh, ridiculous. What do you guys say? Wow. Mike, Mike Brosen did this no, in Florida. We are going to sign off sadly. <laughs> I don't want to put. What's on the show today? Oh guys? wait a minute! It just it just stopped. We had a nice little reprieve there to get Gosh. our run sheet out. While we're talking about your classic e-breaks, another one is just occurring around us. It's amazing. Yep. Yeah, that What's was – uh, and, and I thought Eli was I, – I felt like he was about to lose it. And so I was I was kind of waiting for surgery? him. <laughs> causing causing a little brain thing? This is garbage. <laughs> I, I I felt like he was about to really uh, he was about to like really rant or something on 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 air. So, uh, but that was really that was really funny and it was really good timing too. And annoying, quite yeah, annoying. Loud towards the end, it's like they raised it about a thousand decibels too. <laughs> Did y'all figure out what doing? happened? Yeah, yeah. no idea because one of the salespeople came out, kind of put his hands up, like I don't know what the heck happened. I've never heard anything like it. <laughs> it's so wild. It's like somebody is sitting out there with their. Uh, Car lark up. thing, yep. just burp, 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 like they're listening to us. Like this is great, <laughs> and we're inside the dealership, so it's echoing. Ugh. It was tough, but you but know we, what? We fought through. We fought. Through. We did, and we won the NIT, huh? Very yeah. nice. Yeah, EA EA was up twice for the NIT last week or this <laughs> week, I suppose. Okay, so refresh everybody's <laughs> mind that doesn't listen during it. When is the NIT finals? The, broadcast. Ooh, the NIT finals so, are... Uh, spot on Fridays uh, right uh, at, I believe, at 2.30. 2.30. Right. right okay. Before, uh, Friday at 2.30. Yep. So it's the minor leagues of e-breaks. So yeah. who's doing I will it? Say who's this, in charge though. of that? Well, I, will I say think this. Monty is. Yeah, Monty is. Yeah. So what they do is... How, I like Monty. We'll, we'll peel, uh, peel the curtain back here for the yeah, P1 it. and you guys. Is there's a folder that sits on the, uh, the board ops computer, and mm -hmm. it's a... It's the e-brake folder. All week long, we collect e-brakes and put them in the folder. And then on Friday, George selects from those clips. Whatever right. doesn't make it to the e-brake makes it on the NIT. Nice. And I will say this. George is slacking. If, if whoa, he, whoa. I'm calling sorry. out the tier one. I oh love my George. Gosh. But, like, what's going on here? That, that should have been 
Yeah, that was ridiculous. Break of the uh, of the week. Why? Right because there. you were in it. Yes, that too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Sadly, the, the weekend ones just don't always. Yeah, no, you know. you, it's a hard time. Yeah. It's it's like getting a Friday e break on the next Friday. Yeah. Like if it happens, right. it's just it's. There's a lot of things that happen in between there. Yeah. Well, there's two. Up. There's another factor, and that is the tea box uh, bar is very high. <laughs> <laughs> that's also true for all good reasons. So if uh, we have something that's as it's as minor as a car alarm going off for a couple of minutes, um, might not make the grade. Although Could you have done the show that way? No, not him. No, no. you just dipped out. Not him. I wouldn't do that to the listeners. That was annoying listening to. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I understand that. I'm, I'm, I'm not saying like it would be a listen, a very fun product to listen to. But I'm saying, could you just point blank do the show? Like, could you actually like talk and get through it? If the if the listeners couldn't hear it, it was just you and I hearing yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah that's what I'm it saying. It would kill. Yeah. It would kill you. Uh, it would absolutely kill. It you. would. Yeah, it's that's. It, plus, it's annoying. It's, it's supposed like the, to be annoying. It's supposed to raise awareness that your car is getting broken into or something. But it's like the worst <laughs> form of tinnitus I've ever seen. That right there. If that was three hours or two hours of. Yeah. That's also a good point, though. Like that would be really ignorant because it's like, yeah, a car is getting broken into. Um, hey, can we quiet that down yeah. a little bit? It's kind of <laughs> ruining my radio show right now. Has anybody else found out that car alarms don't have near the impact anymore? Does anybody go outside if somebody on your street's car goes off? Mm, I don't. No, I just start bitching in my chair. No. Somebody turn yeah. this thing off. Exactly. So it's kind of counterproductive yeah. at this point. So I'm, yeah. I'm, maybe I'm with you. We just low jack them and have uh, a nice tracker on it, and we are all right. No one's, no one's answering the car alarm. Honestly, I think the car alarm's main purpose at this point is just, you know, if you go out to a mall or Walmart mm-hmm. or something like that, you, you know, your you can find your vehicle. <laughs> so exactly. That's the primary purpose of the car alarm. I would agree with that. By the way, I, I know I've said this before, but we have new listeners all the time. Of course. If you want to extend the range of your key fob to find your car, place it underneath your chin. All right. right. Yeah, because or, your body is an electrical... Um, conductor, it's and it genius. will ex- it, it will expand. It will yeah, it will expand the distance that the key fob can reach. So that's better than it being in your palm. What's the difference? I don't it's know. Shooting the, out uh, your skull. Yeah, it's shooting out your skull through your eyeballs and ears. Huh. Yeah. Try it. Huh. <laughs> I call bull. That's I call today's, bull poopy on that. That's no, today's it works. fun fact on sports radio ninety six seven and thirteen ten. The don't say we don't give you anything. No, people really do win on the ticket. They do. They do. Okay, what do we got today? Dude, we got so much coming up. We've got uh, a little a little homage to Carl Weathers and traffic uh, talk in the open. Sod's notepad. We got lots of Cowboys to talk. EA is going to bring us the news at 10.50, 11.10. Coordinator talk, and then we'll open the sports sack at 11.30. So if you did a quick poll, if, if people would know Carl Weathers more for Apollo Creed or Chubb, Depends on their age. Yeah, Paul age. Creed has to win, doesn't it? That's uh, Travis and I were talking about it before four, before the show. And movies. I, yeah, and I literally just I, I told Travis I was like, for me, it's just Apollo. Like, I mean, that's that's the first, yeah. second, and third thing that I think about. Yeah, think I'm definitely about. thinking of Chubbs first. But really? but I am. A, I, it's more of I just don't really enjoy the subsequent Rocky films after Rocky one. So yeah, the first one was awesome. the first one's awesome, and he's and he great, great in it, and yeah, he's great. Yeah. And we'll talk about a lot of this in our first segment. But like, oh good, yeah, no, I uh, 
I think he's uh I think a lot of people around our age probably know him best as Chubbs. I think a lot of people know him as Oakland Raiders linebacker. Probably. Yeah, <laughs> probably. And then the younger for that. The younger eight ones. And then he went to Canada. Yeah. Heck yeah. Before he started acting. The young people that. are gonna know him from the Mandalorian though. Right. That's right. Except me. Right. Never watched one. Never saw it either. Never saw the Mandalorian. Well, it started. It's very good. It's very solid. All right. All right, I think I'd probably have to watch Star Wars first, wouldn't I? <laughs> no, I think you're I've all right. Never, it's I've a standalone. Seen them. You're good. Oh, okay. I'm back binging The Sopranos. Oh, very good. I like I that. I haven't seen it in like 12 years, and I completely forgot the entire first season. Big support. I no idea. Yeah, good stuff. It holds up well. All right, gents. Funhouse away. Next on The Ticket. <laughs> Later, golf. <laughs>